Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me pastor and missionary Jimmy Squires, who's the founder of Abundant Life Church in Radcliffe, Kentucky, and so happy to have you with me here today, Jimmy. Amen. And we're going to go to prayer. Father, we just thank you that you're a good God. You're a merciful God, a loving God, Father. We just thank you for today's message. Thank you for speaking through Pastor Jimmy and giving him the words to say that will help people out there today, Father. We give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, it sure is good to have you with me. And I know we met a few years back with Dr. Barclay's ministry and have made so many good friends in the ministry, Jimmy. It's uh, just a wonderful group of people who love Amen. the Lord and want to serve Him. And I know you do such a good job of helping out Doc with not only your own ministry, but his ministry. And so we're thankful for that. And just, I know we're going to start today, maybe talk a little bit about kind of how you started and maybe gave your life to Jesus, started your church and so on. So I'll kick it over to you. Well, I started out as an alcoholic drinking a quarter rum a day and a Baptist church reached out to me and had an 80 year old woman knock on our door and share Christ with my wife. And I come home one day and there's sent something different in my home. I thought, what is going on here? And she said, well, I got saved. And I said, saved from what? So I knew I lost her and then went to church with her eventually and walked down to the altar. And there in that Baptist church, I got saved. I got healed, and I got delivered from, I was into almost alcohol poisoning. And uh, my father was called to be a missionary. When he was a young man, he went to Bible school, and God called him to Africa, and he rejected that call. But what's funny is the calling of God on your life is normally on your whole family. Well, here I come along and then get saved in a Baptist church, and I was there one Sunday and a missionary from Africa come and he said, would you come to Africa and build a church for me? I said, well, I haven't even been out of Kentucky, much less go to Africa. I didn't know nothing. So I got a team together and we went to the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro and the Maasai and actually physically built our first church. And then from there, the Lord called me to start a church and I did and we got spirit filled. And from there, we kept doing missions a little bit, you know, maybe one trip, two trips a year. But the missions was all my life. Because, see, God called my father. And he rejected many are called, few are chosen. And so he picked that up in my family. And I've had granddaughters that was, went on the mission field when they were five years old in a canoe going up the river in Panama. Wow. Sleeping on a dirt floor. So my whole family is missions. And so from there, you know, we did one or two trips a year. And as I started the church, couldn't read or write. I had a lady, she'd read the Bible and I'd preach. And it was horrible, my sermons. I mean, <laughs> doubt, fear, unbelief. <laughs> I threw the first seven years of my sermons away, all of them. Cause, and then I got hooked with this, you know, faith man. And I had to change my doctrine a lot. But mission stayed on her life. So I kind of took care of the church for a few years, turned it over to my family. My wife started pastoring, and then that's when I went pretty much full-time building churches in Central and South America. And in 2019, you know, you're going from one mission trip a year. Our church did 16. Now that means like I'll do seven to nine, Stacy will do five, Aaron and Carol will do some. 
Then we had 14 scheduled in 20, and then the coronavirus hit us. And we're just getting back started back again, back on the field. Stacy will probably do five this year. I've done three. But our whole church is mission-minded. The most we've ever had on a mission trip was 62 that we took. Wow. So we're just mission people. And most of our resources that we raise in the church goes to missions, to build churches, to pay for airline tickets and things like that. And I was telling Brother Greg, I don't keep record of what we do, but I've built schools and the mountains of Honduras to churches, and I don't even know what all we've done. Uh, You know, the Lord keeps record of that, but we're just mission-minded. And uh, I share this with a a lot of church people because they say, well, my pastor's not into missions much. And I say, well, that's okay. He's not into the children's ministry. He's not into the youth ministry. Now, he loves them, but he has to assign someone that has a heart for that. And so you can't look at a pastor and say, well, why didn't he do missions? Because it's not in his heart. He doesn't think about that. He thinks about his congregation, his staff, his church, the responsibilities of all of that. So what I encourage people is believe God uh, for somebody to... I get emotional when I talk about missions, but but, uh, people need to raise up in their churches that are called to missions and go to their pastor and say, would you let me start trying to, or go to the mission field and maybe get a couple of people together and we'll hook up with team and we'll go there and, you know, do that. But that's the key right there. Cause over the years I've, work with mission directors and I tell them, you know, be careful. Don't, you know, go to your pastor and put demands on him about it, but he will flow with you and he will help you do that. Kind of like the youth minister, you know, the pastor supports him, but he don't get involved in what they do on a day-to-day basis as far as where they go and things like that, or the children's ministry. And it's kind of the same way with missions. So but I, you know, pray that over the years that churches will somewhat get involved with missions because I believe that the Lord said, you know, take care of your community, but yet go into the world. Come on. And, but you have to be careful with that because, you know, with 300 or so countries, God didn't call me into all them countries and there's needs everywhere, but I don't, I got to bypass some of those needs and only do what God's called me to do. And so the key too is not only doing missions, but going to the right soil, putting your feet on the right land and doing what God's called you to do. It's fun to go into churches that has no mission program at all and help them get started to to do missions. And I tell them, you know, start out like we did. We're doing 16 trips a year, but God doesn't want you to do that in your first so many years, but you can start doing one a year, promoting it, getting some people together and you know, we even have people ask us, they go, uh, would you help us? We go, sure. What do you want to do? You want to do children? You want to do youth? You want to go be part of construction team? You want to do evangelism? We do so many trips. All you have to do is hook up with Stacy or our church and, you know, we can help you in what you feel you want to do. But missions is a heart of God. And I've had people ask me, they say, how did you build the church you had? You know, I had no education, no schooling, no nothing. 
And I said, missions. And they said, no, I want to know the outline of how you built your church. And I, I'd say missions. They go, no, 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 no. You, you did this and you did this. And I said, yeah, we went outside our four walls and we did evangelism. We worked in our community. Uh, Praise God. There's that anointing again. Amen. Wow. Amen. But we just went out and being led by the Lord and started doing what God called us to do. And it's been great. And so that's what I spend 90% of my time. We turned our church over here in the last year or so to my son-in-law, Terry. And he was doing missions with us. And I took him to Guatemala and different places. But I don't want him to do missions anymore other than maybe a trip or so a year because he needs to take care of the flock. He needs to take care of the church. But he knows about mission because he's been on, you know, a lot of mission trips. If you would go ahead, we got more I know to share in our next episode, Pastor, but if you would go ahead and pray for our listeners. Amen. Thank you, Father. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you today for uh, who you've called us to be. And I just speak to those that might have a desire to do missions and might have a desire to reach out in a different arena like that. Father, we just speak over their lives today that open doors will be open to them to do that. And we thank you for it. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you can contact Pastor Jimmy at ALCKY. Again, ALCKY.com on the church website. You can contact our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.